Hi, I'm Judy Carter, and this is the Power Purpose Podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love. Now, I have a lot of people who uh, want to make a living doing comedy and speaking, joining my Message of You workshop. Mm-hmm. Uh, my online workshop and okay Liz no this is not a plug to <laughs> join we have enough please stay home uh, we have we have enough but it's been operating Jason how long have we been operating it for about oh three or four years around yeah the online yeah the new yes. online program yeah okay about three or four years yeah so it's really been interesting to me which of our participants have gone on to making a living Mm -hmm. uh, doing either comedy or speaking. Mostly the focus has been on speaking because Mm -hmm. I think it's harder to make a living uh, doing comedy, doing stand-up comedy. Um, But And what do those people have that the other people who seem to just fade away and really don't like a lot of, you know what shocks me? Some people sign up And they even sign up and they want coaching, Mm -hmm. right? And they want coaching and they pay for it. And I can't get them to meet with me to do the go. <laughs> hey, listen. Show up. And they've paid the money. They paid in advance. They and paid they still in advance. Don't show up. Yeah. Some of them have paid for private one on one coaching, which mm-hmm. is kind of expensive. And um, they'll make a date and then they don't show up. And I go, um, You didn't show up. Well, let's, I'm sorry, this happened, that happened, whatever mm-hmm. happened. No, I really want to do this. I really want to do this. I'm, you know, I'm, I need to find my message because I want to write a book. I want to have a speak. I'm, this is what I want to do. I, I'm very clear. Um, okay, next week. Um, and then the day before, um, their cat's sick. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and I had one person, one woman, who I have never met with. And I've offered, well, maybe we could, you know, why don't we just do it over lunch? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like, she's like, doesn't want an online thing. Yeah. And she lived. So you're going above and beyond to try I'm, to help her get her career going. <laughs> yeah. And what is it about people who say they want something, they pay, mm-hmm. and they they don't do anything to make it come to fruition. And yet, then there are people who are in it, and they, um, I'm thinking of one person in particular, who (laughs) is like, uh, I helped her write a a story. Mm -hmm. She's now in um, National The Moth Mm -hmm. competition. Uh, She's going on to the finals um she's gotten five speaking gigs she's made over fifty thousand dollars doing it and um she's just got her second tedx talk and and she's been just a year in the program Mm -hmm. and so you know there's i mean this is the same program whether yeah everybody's getting the same thing yeah what is it well it's as we all know as we're all leaning heavily into it's accountability the accountability of the person 
to do the work. And that's what I've found over the years is that the the biggest difference between the amateur and the professional is always accountability. The person who says, I'm going to do this, and they do it. The person who says, I'm going to be there, and they're there. The person who says, I'm going to wake up early, and damn it, they got out of bed early, even though it was cold and raining and terrible outside. They did it. And, uh, and yeah, and I've seen it with the interactions I've had with the students of the people who, you know, it's an online program. There's online videos, there's online worksheets, there's workbooks, all that kind of stuff. And you see this very different type of person each time. And I, you know, you've had people to where they've signed up and in, um, in like the first three weeks, they're like, okay, I've watched every video. I've, here's my, all my work. Here's my workbooks. And it's like, okay, this person actually is becoming accountable for the work that they're doing. So they're obvious, they're going to go somewhere. Hey, maybe they won't be a pro speaker. Maybe they won't be a comic, but they're going to accomplish something. They're going to make something happen because they have tuned in to that value system that says, I do what I say. And then we get, unfortunately, it's a, a much larger number <laughs> people who pay and they go, oh, the video's really long. And oh, the workbook has... Quite, oh, and I don't have a PDF reader installed on my end. Oh, where's the thing? And oh, but couldn't Judy just tell me what the thing, like, is there like a Cliff Notes version? You know, it's like, okay, obviously that person isn't going to make anything happen because they haven't created the accountability value system that's going to lead to success, that's going to lead to something. And this is true across the board, you know, like, it's funny because like I you you work a lot with like CEOs, uh, people who come to you and like, hey, you know, I'm I'm a leader of this company. I need to do a great speech. I have a big conference or a big keynote and what all you know. And these are like captains of industry, and you'll I'd all hear stories from you about like they're like, well, can't you just write it for me, Judy? <laughs> like they don't do like they're not doing the work. And it's like, how did they do that? Well, you know, they might be a CEO of that. But they also have 45 people underneath them doing, you know, hundreds of little jobs here and there. Or maybe they, they delegate. They're yeah, delegating. They delegate it all out. Or maybe they got their position because, hey, their dad owned the company and now they're getting the company. So they never had to do it. But I'm sure you've also had clients who are CEOs, heads of the, like I'm thinking of uh, uh, like Dahlia Mogahead right now, things like that, who I bet you she showed up and worked. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I find that um, sometimes people who are a little more left brain mm -hmm. um, find it um, uh, really do the work, mm -hmm. do the work. And I and I do find that uh, perhaps a lot of people have ADD or they're mm -hmm. yeah, squirrel. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and that there's always something. But go what back it and comes listen to our shiny object syndrome oh, yeah. uh, episode to to hear my views on that. <laughs> but there is what seems to be a disconnect mm. between the promise you make yourself and the actions that you do. Mm -hmm. And what I find is that 
it's not like a lot of people feel that if they are on purpose in their life, like mm. this is my purpose. And a lot of people will come to me going, this is my purpose. I really need to speak on um, sexual abuse. I've just realized something. And now I know this is what I need to, you know, speak on. And, and this is my purpose. And it's as if because they feel they are on purpose, that that will translate into them doing the grunt work yeah. that it takes. Mm -hmm. And being on purpose doesn't always translate to that. Mm. No, because you have to sustain it. And it's, to me, um, I equate this like um, the struggles I've had with dieting, mm. okay, which is I've been in Weight Watchers, since I was 16 years old, we had to mash up cauliflower and pretend it was mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, and I still go. Um, and I've had this issue. And I have said, no, I'm going to go and I'm going to lose weight. Okay. Then why am I eating this cake? Mm. You know, why am I eating at night? Why am I doing this? And... And what I had to do with that is to really dig into myself and go, what is the internal conversation that happens right before I eat the cake, mm -hmm. right? Right before I eat the cake, I'm going, well, I'll go back on it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Well, it's just cake. Well, everybody else is eating cake. But at that moment, there is a disconnect between my integrity. And integrity really means um, what you say you're going to do is what you do. And mm. that, to me, is the definition of accountability. Would yeah. you agree with that? Yeah, very, okay. very much so, yeah. It's like a wheel with spokes. And the spokes have to, you know, the, the wheel isn't integral doesn't have integrity if anything is loose bent or out of focus yeah and and so i find this that if i am out of integrity with myself on anything i say i'm going to do mm -hmm. um it affects everything it affects oh, okay. everything yeah right because if i'm having this internal um conversation well it's no big deal i'll go back to it i know i said mm -hmm. i'm already you know 42 weight watcher points over goal it's only 11 a.m <laughs> so what i've already screwed up i'm just a screw up yeah. and and just another so thing just i've grown up and just, yeah, yeah and i think a lot of people do that you know they'll they'll enroll in this this is going to be different mm -hmm. this is going to be different but I really do believe that uh, we, when we have, when we say what we're going to do, and we don't do it at that moment, and such a brief moment, I think there's like a wedge of consciousness that has to come in there. Mm -hmm. And rather than being the screw up that you've always been, yep. and that sure enough, I always will, and then the. What people do, or at least what I do, is I go, well, it'll be okay if I beat myself up. Oh, See, okay. that's so the so deal. There's your escape route is if, oh, I'm still living on purpose. I still have integrity. Even though I didn't do what I was supposed to do, as long as I kick my own 
about it, yeah. then, 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 oh. I, then I get off scot-free. I hate myself. Yeah. I hate myself. So self-punishment is usually the trade-off we make for um, being out of integrity, mm. right? Yeah. In other words, we will beat ourselves up. And so many people do that. Oh, I'm so horrible. I did that. And then what they do is they tell friends that, no, it's okay. Mm. Stop beating yourself up. We love you. Mm. And then that reinforces um, this lack of accountability. Mm. Okay, so what can we do about it? Yeah. I mean, what do we do about it? What do we do when we are not doing what we promised we would do? Mm -hmm. I would think, number one, stop treating that person as if it's their your parent making you do something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? You got it. Well, it, you, if this is something that you truly want, if this is something that you're truly going for, you have to understand, like, if this is going to be worth it, I have to earn it. It's not going to just happen. It's not just going to show up. I'm not going to be able to just skip over the parts I don't like. I'm going to have to earn this. Right. And and I think so. Step one, and we've already done some uh, an episode. People can go back and listen to it on excuses. Oh, yeah. And now excuses get in the way of living your purpose. But I think if you actually don't make any excuses mm -hmm. and don't blame yourself. Okay, so we take those two things away. Okay, so those are off the table. Those are off the table. So then what is on the table? Mm -hmm. What what is on the table is um either you renegotiate with yourself and go, "No, I don't want to be a speaker. I am not going to be a comic. I am not going to be a writer." because obviously I don't want to do it. Yeah. And that's that. Okay. But this thing of someday I'm going to write that book someday I'm going to do this. And all along the way, you're not being accountable with the steps that the schedule or mm -hmm. every step of it. Just stop it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. stop it. You know, the proof is in the data, uh, the data. You know, if you said you were going to do it and then that was four months ago and you didn't follow your plan, even if you sat down and like got, you know, you got your journal out, you got your calendar out, you started putting dates down, you started doing this, you signed up for a program and paid for it because sometimes people say, well, I have to pay for something and then I'll be motivated in order to do it. And then they still don't do it. <laughs> you know, it's even if you've done all that and you go back and you look and you say, Oh, well, I didn't I didn't hit any of the deadlines. I didn't do anything. I never sat down. I never made time for it. I paid for the class and then it expired. And I, you know, and now I can't get my money back because I didn't do any of the work and all this stuff. Well, yeah, maybe that's in a reassessment time. Uh, yes, yeah. exactly. So let's call that reassessment. OK, because you didn't want you don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. And so that's not blaming anybody. That's not hating yourself. That's like becoming friends with yourself mm -hmm. and going. No, this yeah, is maybe this wasn't for me. This yeah. this wasn't for me. Maybe this was a dream I had when I was, you know, in my teens. But now, no, let mm. go of it. You know, yeah. let go of it because it's not going to happen. But let's just say you are not willing to, to reassess. Yeah, to 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 reassess. Mm -hmm. um, I think that you have to start. So either you fire yourself or you mm. show up. It's like yeah. a job, mm -hmm. right? And I've always been an entrepreneur since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. 
And I've always felt the pressure of having to show up. I, I feel a lot of stress, actually, from completing everything I promised myself I'll complete. Mm-hmm. I, I find it stressful. I find it annoying. It is not comfortable, mm. right? Yep. It is not comfortable at all. Yeah. Matter of fact, sometimes I look at my phone and the schedule I set for myself <laughs> and I go, this is impossible. I hate my, I hate this. I yeah, hate this. I hate this. <laughs> it looks like a yeah. Jackson Pollock painting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. But I go, if it's on my calendar, I don't do it. So if mm. I'm going like, I'm going to write for an hour, it's in my calendar. So right? you've created a value system here. You've created a, a thing that says, okay, if it's not in my calendar, I'm not going to do it. But if it's in my calendar, it's happening. It's happening. And then I um, I become accountable by treating that calendar as if it I'm a dental assistant. I said I'd be there at nine mm-hmm. and and touch people's teeth. I yep. got to do that, yep. right? Absolutely. I mean, it's like I don't like and touching people's teeth. And to the patients too. You've got a, You've got an appointment at this time. You're going to show up because that matters. It's important. I don't like plaque. Yeah. I hate the dentist. He's got head. I wear that mask. It mm-hmm. wrecks my hair. Whatever it is, you show up. Yep. It's in your calendar. Mm. You you did it. This is your job. Um. But what we do, we creative types have this loosey-goosey. This is a big problem with artists and creatives, yeah, especially. Yeah. Is the the mentality of, oh, but I'm an artist. I shouldn't have a schedule. I should be able to just commune with the the emotions that I'm feeling. And if I'm not feeling it that day, I don't write or I don't paint or I don't sculpt or I don't do that (laughs) thing that I'm supposed to do because the energy flow in my studio isn't giving me what I need like no that's not what a pro does yeah and oh I can get away with that yeah and I can only write if I get high okay so I'm gonna or if I have the right pen or if the sun's (laughs) in a certain part of the sky there's the excuses are endless with artists yeah yeah a lot of people are very creative very creative about (laughs) why they can't you know actually produce produce creative things (laughs) um so the notion I think the problem is that the idea of people, especially people who have a straight job mm-hmm. and want to be creative and want to be a writer, a comic, a speaker, you know, um, artist, whatever it is that they want to be, is that illusion that they will be happy doing that, mm-hmm. that that will make them happy. Yes. And the truth is that I think, what well, do you know what would make me happy, Jason? Mm. Like, I think it would give me... Um, peace of mind, and this is really weird, but I do think about this, is if I had a job in a factory where my job was to put this uh, nut mm-hmm. on this screw. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Because I know what the demands of the job is. I know it's expected on me. I don't think I'd ever come home from work as that 132nd screw. I just didn't turn it enough. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't do it right. Yeah. I just didn't feel it. I wasn't at my best. Yeah, and you wouldn't and you wouldn't bring that job home with you at night. That's the second thing. Yeah. I wouldn't fret about it and I wouldn't feel like was I enough? Am I good enough? Mm-hmm. I would just put that screw on that bolt, get my paycheck, come home and do whatever the hell I want with the rest of my time. Mm -hmm. So the job of a creative person, 
the work is so much more difficult. Oh. And so many people think, well, I'm going to you know, quit this shitty day job, mm -hmm. doing what my boss wants me to do, looking at the computer all day. But the truth is, you have a boss who tells you what to do. You do what the boss tells you what to do. And you don't have to, like, I don't know, yeah, we all have bosses and what have you. And then you can complain about what a boss you mm -hmm. have. Then you go home, and that's that. Yeah. But when you're a creative person or have a creative job, mm -hmm. it takes more of your heart, your soul, your everything. Mm -hmm. And it is not easy. And wanting to avoid it is natural because of because it, it might be your purpose in life to do this. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you're going to be happy doing it. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that um, it's not going to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It is excruciating. Yeah. I have to write a new speech coming up, <laughs> right? And I promised I'd show up. I've mm -hmm. signed a contract. So I have to be accountable. But I have to tell you, I schedule writing it. And some of it is pacing, tearing my hair out, mm. fretting about it, worrying about it. And that's that's part of the process. Yeah. And it's showing up and having the willingness. Mm -hmm. And and if you if you you know read biographies of, of performers or creatives who have talked about like the grind of it and things like that, usually the response is is, is the same, which is yeah, I may be suffering. This may be uncomfortable. It may be inconvenient, but it's what I am here to do. do. This is what I am here. This is my purpose. This is what happens. So if it means I have to write a chapter of my novel while crunched in the middle seat of a plane because of my job that I currently am on, then that's what I'm going to do. If I have to write it on the back of a napkin, I'm going to do it because I can't do anything else because this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Purpose will take you through pain if it's real. You know. Oh yeah, purpose can take you through mm -hmm. pain, but not necessarily eradicate it. Oh yeah, no no no. It's like and I don't think any when it comes to any real work, there's always going to be suffering. You're never going to like people say, "Oh, you'll never work a day in your life if you love what you do." And I don't really, but I would say there's going to be a lot of rewarding elements to it, but there's always going to be a work element to it that where work is a pejorative. Yes. And let's get back to that element, mm -hmm. that moment where you're unwilling to do the work, where you yeah. want to cancel, where you want to go party, where you want to, mm -hmm. you know, where there's so where many other things. you just don't feel like it. And you, yeah. uh, where you don't feel like it. Yeah. You don't feel like it. I mm. never feel like it. <laughs> right? <laughs> I never feel like, well, let's go back to that moment. And what do we do rather than cancel and do something more soothing, more comforting, mm. eating, drinking, whatever it is. And what if in that moment you can say to yourself, this is scary. Mm. This is exposing myself. I'm so frightened about failing. I'm so frightened that I'm going to discover I'm not really good. Mm -hmm. And I, okay. And I'm still going to just do it the best I can. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to show up. And, and one thing that I've always found is you have to take on the identity of the person who would do that work. You know, that's a lot of the, 
you know, whenever I am dealing with something to where like, I'm like oh, oh, God, I'm going to have to write all these emails and coordinate all this stuff with all these different people. Like we've got a production going on in Jamaica next month where it's just been a logistics nightmare and I'm right in the center of it. And I just said, uh, but then I think about, OK, someone who excels at this, someone who, you know, the person who I want to be, how would they think about this? Oh, that's you know, great. The modeling of, of someone else is, is, is sometimes referred to or and this is when like getting coaching and, and mentoring is super important as well. What is the mindset of the person who I want to be? How would they react to this? And if I take that that perspective, then I suddenly go, oh, they wouldn't bitch at all. They would have started 25 minutes ago. They would have woken up earlier. They would have like, here's this whole list of things that someone who I am aspiring to be or someone who I've modeled. Yeah. That what are they doing? Oh, okay. They would do that. All right. Well then that's what I'm going to do. That's, you know? that's wonderful. Okay. So we're, we, we have a lot of solutions. Yep. One is pretend you're someone who's actually accountable. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and if, if it's about, yeah, if, pretend you're someone who's accountable, pretend you, you, you know, you understand the values of someone who does that and that you just do it. Become that, do, do a yeah. little improv, do it, do it as somebody else like when yeah. I, that helps me i play tennis mm. i pretend i'm venus there you okay. go. <laughs> and, and and actually sometimes i can get the ball back over and, and that's true about like tons of athletes like athletes are the probably the best at modeling like this like they'll you know they'll cut their hair to look like the guy that they want to be like they'll wear the clothes they're, they they will literally like play the part of the person who they think is the thing that they want to be. And then they'll run that scenario through their head when they're dealing with, oh man, I could go out tonight and party with my friends, but practice is at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Well, what would Jordan do? Well, Jordan ah. would take his bed and wake up and be at practice at 6 a.m. tomorrow. So guess what? That's what I'm doing. You know? So that's that's a really good one. And, and the other one is also, is to act as if you already did it. In oh, other words, um, with the end in mind, the result like already behind did. you in that in that folder over there mm -hmm. is um, I printed out my entire book. Now, the book is in form right now. Mm -hmm. It's really rough, but it exists in the world. It's a printout. Very often our projects that are on the computer don't really exist. Yeah. in the world <laughs> and and what i'm going to do is i'm going to have the cover printed and just put on my desk there's the finished book yeah just We've make it better that. yeah the physicalizing the of physicalizing of, of it mm. number two um put a wedge of consciousness before you cancel what you promise you're going to do yep. and ask yourself what are you scared of you know what's what's going on and and feel the fear and do it anyway mm -hmm. And the last part, thing I would go is, you know, there's going to be obstacles. There's going to be terrible feelings of pain and feeling uncomfortable and exposed. And just stay in possibility of who you can be. Mm. You know, don't be who you are now. The loser, the person, who this, the, the, the one who gives up. Be in possibility. Mm -hmm. Who are you the possibility of? And put that on like it is a coat. And, you know, you don't have to keep repeating the past. And every time you gave up and you gave up and make this another time you're giving up. But 
either give up mm-hmm. and let it go totally or do it. Yeah. And there's no in-between spot. Yeah. So let's let's go back and and just cover all those those things to do and then end with an assignment here so we can give these folks something, okay. to, something to do. So we talked about the first one was reassessing. You know, that's where you look back and go, that eh, not my thing. Obviously, <laughs> look at the data. <laughs> let's let's find something else. Number two, and I love this with adding that wedge of consciousness where you go, okay, am I scared of this? I'm this. I'm that. You're you're having that great conversation that is 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 getting to the root cause of why you're not doing it. Uh, and then the I like this code of possibility. I love that with the you're putting something on yourself and you're saying, what if what if like if I sat down and I actually did this, where would I go? Who would I be? What all new opportunities would happen? And then finally is the thing we mentioned about, you know, like modeling or following someone or or having a mentor or something like what would they do in this situation? Would they follow the rules? Would they do what was on their calendar? Would they create a thing or would they do what I'm doing right now, which is, you know, making excuses and not doing it. And most of the time, if you're modeling someone who you admire, who you who you want to model your life after, the answer is always going to be go in there and do it. Make right. it happen. All right. So your assignment, people, for this this week is ask yourself whatever um, um, what you have, want to do creatively is who is your hero and ask yourself what would tina fey do mm-hmm. <laughs> okay yeah, absolutely so what would she do uh sometimes i've written entire books um <laughs> after reading like raymond chandler and oh, yeah, just, hey, yeah. and just i actually write like him nobody would notice it mm-hmm. but it it becomes funnier the next thing is Get a Google Calendar mm. and let's be accountable by putting what you're going to do in your calendar and and treat it as if it's your job and mm. do not miss it. And finally, um, see, futurize your project and get some kind of um, something that maybe a printout of it. Um, an award, makeup award that you mm-hmm. want, something that you can see and hold and touch yep. that your creative project isn't so ethereal um, that it's actually something that exists in the world. If you would like to learn more about turning your purpose into a career, go to themessageofyou.com where I'll give you free access to my online course. Click the button in the top banner when you get there. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing, then go to judycarter.com. Thanks for listening and let's find your message and launch your career.